buddy. Hi, friends. Well, from beautiful Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank Feldman. And I'm Dan Beecher. And coming up on the show today, Dan, we know it already, but the religious right doesn't like education. And we're going to be talking about their efforts to ruin public education. It's crazy. In this country, these yeah. United States of America, I know you foreigners are uh, are baffled by it. We mm. too are baffled by it. The conservatives of this country are genuinely trying to undo any gains made by uh, public education. They're trying to ruin the education system. We're going to talk about why. Yes, indeed. Uh, but first, Dan. Oh, I've got a story. Poor Kevin Sorbo, Dan. Oh no, K-Sorbs, what's going on? <laughs> Is he okay? I know, what, what was he? He was, uh, was Hercules. Hercules. Yeah, okay. Uh, back in the 90s TV? Yeah. Like syndicated am... television back in the 90s? Something Hercules. Like that. That's right. Um, I never really watched the show. Did you watch it, Dan? No. No, you missed out on that no, one too. No, I believe it was, it was spun off from... Uh, Xeno Warrior Princess. Oh, now that was a show. You there watched you that go. one, right? <laughs> My sister was obsessed with that show. That's surprising. Huh. <laughs> she she liked tough girls. I, she was a, she was really? a tough girl. Huh. Yeah. All right. Well, cool. Anyway, he, oh, poor guy. He uh, has a production company that's just like, it is up and running. He's got. And f- it is Christian. Yeah, oh yeah. He <laughs> yeah, I think that's probably important to to point out. Um yeah, he's like a crazy conservative Christian yeah. type. And uh it's basically the only kind of movies he can be in anymore. They if you listen to god awful movies, you will hear Kevin Sorbo's name come up frequently. Well, I mean it's mainly because he's such a fine actor. Oh, so good. Just so <laughs> just high high quality. <laughs> Anyway, he uh, he's on record saying that um, he has 30 movie scripts ready to go, Dan, ready oh. to go. He has crews lined up, locations scouted, uh, the whole bit. He is ready. All he needs is financing and he's being shut out. None oh. of the movie money <laughs> out there will have anything to do with him because he's a religious conservative, says oh, he. No. That's oh. it, Dan. That's that- it. That is so sad. All he has uh, to do is put one gay character in and <laughs> like the money would just come a flowing. But he has, he has principles. Clearly. He won't do it. Yeah. Uh, the star of Hercules <laughs> has high, high standards, high moral, high principles. principles. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the video where he's like talking about this and complaining and everything, like, Boy, the background is just, I mean, I guess he played Hercules, but there's like this giant sword behind him <laughs> and like, <laughs> like crazy shit. And to be honest, like, I, I, I don't even recognize him. He looks more like the guy, um, um, on Curb Your Enthusiasm. What's his name? Funkhauser, right? Whatever. Anyway, I, I don't watch that much Curb. Oh, shoot. Yeah. No, that's who he looks like though. Everybody out there okay. will know. Dan doesn't, Dan doesn't, he's not. I'm not, not hip like you, yeah. like you cool kids. I know watching the, the octogenarians and <laughs> curb your enthusiasm be funny. 
I mean, at that p- time, he was probably a septuagenarian, so everything's <laughs> yeah, fine. Probably. Um, yeah. All right. Well, there you go. K-Sorbs. Uh, oh, poor guy. Here's poor hoping. Guy. Here's I mean, hoping like, he can, he can find that money. I mean, I have 30 scripts lined up, too, and I can't find funding. I know. It uh, turns out it's I'm uh, the truth of the matter is I'm almost surprised that he's having any trouble finding money because basically you don't have to make a good movie to have a successful Christian movie. That's like, true. Like these must be so bad. Like I love that he's blaming that like, he's created this narrative in his head that it's because he's conservative. And it's like, no, dude, <laughs> your scripts I think suck. I, I honestly think so the other bad. thing is it's funny that he used the words the word conservative instead of Christian mm. because that that's supposed to be the narrative is that it's mm. because I'm Christian, but it, I think that's too problematic because it sets up a the 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 uh, the old trope of the Jewish Hollywood which he knows he can't wander into because that's just a minefield. Sure, okay. And B, most conservatives consider it a synonym to Christian. Like sure. they consider those two th- words basically the same thing. Fair enough. Fair enough. But I would say his inability to really truly get a good dog whistle going is probably also a signal. <laughs> so that's a, that, that's that he's a just a right bad there. storyteller, period. Fic- right? Fix your whistle. <laughs> Come back and see us when you fixed your whistle. <laughs> oh, Lord Jesus. All right. Well, uh, you know, we've we've talked a little bit. We reported, uh, I remember you reported a, 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 a year or two ago that really? enrollment in Catholic schools had declined. Mm, uh, yeah. And that things were, were not going great for the Catholic education. And this is something that we'll be talking about a little bit later on mm-hmm. uh, in the, at the, towards the end of the show. But there's good news. Enrollment in Catholic schools rose this year. Oh, 3.8%. Holy cow. They increased their enrollment by 62,000 students. Oh, wow. So, so this end of uh, this late stages of a pandemic have anything to, to do with well, that? Well, the, they're saying that the pandemic is why there was a drop. That, so that's the headline. Buried a little deeper in the story is the fact that they had just lost 6.4%. So gaining mm. back that 3.8% still doesn't get you even close to where you were, mm. uh, unfortunately for them. And I mean, kids are back in school, right? Yeah. Like, that's pretty much universal, right? Like, is there anywhere in, in this the country, country that, is. where they're keeping kids at home still? I don't know. I'm following. Uh, anyway, yeah, you're like, right. That's so they are down. They're still, still. yeah, they're still significantly down. Oh, that uh, warms my heart. <laughs> but but boy it's making headlines that they uh that they got a few of them back so <laughs> well Hur- done hooray just that's so good all right well dan yeah i've got <laughs> greg lock you're normally on the greg lock beat yeah that's here. true that's true but um this this one i i, I just had to grab this one this one is <laughs> is just too good uh to to, to not bring up this is this is Tennessee pastor Greg Locke for those of you who uh yeah tent preacher himself who haven't um, listened to our show before <laughs> hello welcome the he's got kind of a three ring circus theme yeah, going on a with big his top tent and everything 
Um, but no, he, um, you know, he's known for getting up and just spewing forth venom, uh, in general. He's, he's definitely kind of a fire brimstone, brim, brimstone. Well, yeah. He, type, he hates the right? gays. He hates yeah. liberals. He talks yeah. a lot of politics. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, nonetheless, he was, uh, involved in a, uh, an exorcism not too long ago. And, uh, while casting out, uh, the demon from a I love woman. That, I love that he was involved in an exorcism is not the story. <laughs> yeah. That's I love the that you just glide That's... right over. He was involved in an exorcism to get to the actual story of the. Yeah, that, that says a lot about this story, Dan, um, <laughs> because as the demon was exiting the woman, no. he, he stopped to bend uh, Greg Locke's ear for a moment. The demon did. The demon did. And <laughs> got some he, news for you, man. And did he ever have some news? Apparently, uh, the demon outed six witches uh, who are who were members of Greg Locke's church. Oh. Um, and in fact, so Greg Locke, he's, he's up there and he's saying, uh, we got first and last names of six witches. <laughs> Uh, and you know what's strange? Three of you are in this room right now. Oh my God. He says, yeah, two of the witches, uh, were in his wife's Bible study and, uh, and he warned the witches not to make any sudden movements during (laughs) his sermon. Like you so much as cough wrong and I'll expose in front of everybody under this tent. You stinking spell casting devil worshiping mongrel he says why the hell would he even hesitate to do that if any of this were true and i'm assuming that it all is of oh, it's course absolute it's, a demon told him dan the man would not lie no uh, why would he why would there be any reason to hesitate exposing a witch it's his favorite fucking thing in the world yeah and he's sitting like <laughs> I know it's, it's absolutely amazing. He's all up in arms. He's pissed off about it. Um, yeah, it was quite the scene. Apparently he taught, of course he, uh, retold the new Testament story of Jesus casting a demon out of a man and into a herd of pigs. Right. Why did it have to be the whole herd? Right. Um, but whatever, you gotta have have a lot demons take up a lot of room. (laughs) So, Yeah, so maybe I oh yeah, maybe it's just one one demon in all six women. Who knows? But yeah, you were sent to destroy this church, he says. And yeah. I just love that like he's okay, so you're admitting that your church is easily infiltrated by witches? Is that what yeah, you're by but, demons? But you don't have the wherewithal to actually get rid of them. You're gonna let them stick around. Well, he's just trying to like scare them. I've got there are witches in my church. And boy, if you guys do anything, I'll probably not want you here anymore. No, what he wants. And the whole point is to get women in the congregation to start feeling really bad about themselves. (laughs) Yeah. Right. More badly about themselves. He wants them to start looking at each other with suspicion is what he wants. Yeah. He wants, to, them to, he wants everyone in that congregation to be looking around and going, who is it? 
Oh, I'll bet it's I'll bet it's sister so and so. I just don't she, get what his end game here is, right? Like why would you why would you be stirring up that kind of like potential animosity and and whatnot amongst your community? I, I right? feel like he is a man who has learned that chaos serves him well. Hmm. I don't I I also don't think that he's a man who actually thought this through before he started saying it. I think he just <laughs> spewed it out and then ran with it. Oh. I, yeah, I don't think that there was any thought behind it, but I think what? he yeah. he knows that he can just say whatever and the crazier it is, the better it works out for him. God, he's such a Yeah, anyway. Well I don't get thought it. out things work better for our our side. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, Although right. it doesn't seem like it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it doesn't work great. That chaos, man. That's sowing chaos has been sort of uh, a very useful tool for for the other side of things for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I'm going to take us now down under uh, ah. to Australia, where there is a there's a school called the City Point. Christian college. Uh, now, college in this case does not mean higher education. This is a K through 12 school. Mm. Uh, and it's very, very Christian. Mm. And here's the thing they raised some hackles recently oh. when they sent out a, a, a. Basically, it's a contract that parents of the kids have to sign, and it had some new language on it. Uh, which basically, you know, they, nobody was really expecting. And that language said basically that the, uh, the parents had to, uh, agree that their child is the gender that they were assigned at birth uh, <laughs> and that, uh, that being gay is gross. Essentially, this was, this was not well received by a lot of people. And there was quite a lot of blowback. Uh, as you might imagine, because that's, that, I mean, I, that's kind of, it's funny because that's kind of par for the course in this country. Uh, but there <laughs> it was, it was enough that it, it really raised some hackles. And what's funny is I could have done this, uh, this story last week, but I didn't. And now this week there is an update, which mm. is that the principal, who is a pastor, a guy named Brian Mulhoran, said it has basically released a statement very much backpedaling on everything like oh. basically pretending it never happened and obviously it was just a goof or something oh the Here's gaslighting a, approach that's always a good one. it is a full-on gaslight yeah see see if you can catch where the gaslighting happens in, the, <laughs> in this statement everybody listening at home quote we deeply regret that some students feel that they would be discriminated against because of their sexuality or gender identity, and I apologize to them and their families on the behalf of the college. That's why we were trying to exclude them. Right, exactly. <laughs> we, we didn't were, want to offend them. We wanted to exclude we them. We wanted them to pretend that, to either pretend that they were something else or go away. <laughs> uh, as stated previously, the college does not and will not discriminate against any student because of their sexuality or gender identity. Oh. It is central to our faith 
that being gay or transgender in no way diminishes a person's humanity or dignity in God's eyes. What the fuck are you talking about? Wow. Honestly, that is just insane. Mm. Literally gaslighting, pretending that they were the opposite the whole time. Gaslighting is amazing because it works, right? Yeah. It's so sick how it works. Yeah. Literally, the contract said, quote, the college will only enroll the students on the basis of gender that corresponds to their biological sex. That's discrimination. Yeah. They said that this was to, uh, to maintain consistent, to, to be consistent with uh, their, the college's quote, Christian ethos requirements. Mm. And it said uh, that the college acknowledges the biological sex of a person as recognized at birth and requires practices consistent with that sex. And then has this whole thing. There's a whole there. Oh, there's a, a, another part of the declaration. I needed to get to this. I knew I was, I knew I needed to get to something Uh, that it also declares that quote, any form of sexual immorality, including, but not limited to adultery, fornication, homosexual acts, bisexual acts, bestiality, incest, pedophilia, and pornography is sinful and offensive. Including, but not limited to. What else is there? Right? Also, (laughs) can we just admit that fornication covers all of the rest of it? Like, basically, (laughs) hey, yeah, so all you needed to say was fornication. That's enough. Also, (laughs) and adultery. You've got K through 12. How many kids are going to commit adultery? You've got children. Well, you know. but my favorite part of this, and I glossed over it, um, guys, what's a bisexual act? <laughs> like, is it is it that like <sighs> like if I'm bi and I have sex with somebody, is that the bisexual act? If I have a straight sex, but I know deep in my heart that I could also have gay sex and be fine with it, that would be a bisexual act. What are we talking about? Does it does it have to involve a threesome? I, I don't know what a bisexual act about. is. Anyway. I think that's clearly he didn't want to say threesome. <laughs> that was too explicit. They just they just really wanted to list all the things that they found yucky. <laughs> they wanted the list. Well, it sounds more official and like you know, like you can't just say fornication. I mean, you're right, Dan. But if you just said fornication, people would be like, oh gosh, there's a lot we can get away with. Right. Right. Yeah. Because there's also the popular understanding of the word. I also just want to know, like, I love that sexual immorality, they, they realized that that was too nebulous a word and had to dive into the including but not limited to. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Oh, well, Dan. Yeah. The United, or I guess I should say the not so United Methodist Church. Oh no! Um, their schism—it's a slow-moving schism over there, but it's—it's it's happening. It's schism it's... faster. <laughs> Apparently, the the updated number is about 130 congregations that have quit the United Methodist Church over their plan to accept uh, same-sex marriage and homosexuality in general, including like gay clergy and, and whatnot. Yeah. And this, this is 
been going on for a while. Uh, the pandemic has slowed down the process of them actually like convening right. and deciding and voting and whatnot to actually officially break into two denominations. Here's the thing I did not know about the United Methodists, and I probably should have asked, why are they the United Methodists? <laughs> um, but apparently back in the 60s, in the late 60s, there were two different uh, denominations that merged. Did you know this? The Evangelical mm. United Brethren Church and just the Methodist Church. Oh. They merged and have since been the second largest Protestant church in the United States after the Southern Baptists. Oh, and big mistake. That merger was a big mistake. Well, and it was seen at the time as the, the, the merging of two liberal Protestant groups. Uh, as time progressed and, you know, the society has moved forward toward the acceptance of homosexuality, that was too much yeah. for these supposed liberals uh, liberal Methodists. And so, yeah, it's, it's a big deal. They're breaking up. Um, and just as soon as they can, they are going to make it official and create two, uh, disunited Methodist churches oh. and, uh, one that permits homosexual clergy and same sex marriage and one that does not. Do you see so. Frank, how you gays are ruining everything for everybody? It's so much fun. Fun though, Dan. <laughs> it's just a delight. Um, yeah, it's it seems to be. It, it's amazing, you know. Like, yeah. it it just feels like what w- what's so bizarre to me is how settled, like, it, yeah. of an issue it feels to me. Right. Right. But to then, most Americans, most Americans I, have yeah. just like moved on completely. Yeah. It's, it's like, you know, it's the Lisa Simpson line where she's the, the, the gay pride parade marches past and is like, we're here, we're queer, get used to it. And she yells, we are used to it. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> yeah, we're just, it feels like our society has just, we're settled on this, but there's just this, these people who are keeping this, this going. And I, I worry because of, you know, how our Supreme Court is formulated and the fact that our, our system of government wildly uh, preferences the conservative parts of this country, it is obviously not a settled issue. Right. My gay marriage. Yeah. So. There you go. Well, uh, speaking of gay things, since, <laughs> since we're on the subject... Uh, we we have reported that Canada passed a law that basically made gay conversion therapy illegal. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that is that is the therapy that is quote unquote therapy meant to uh, take all your icky icky gay feelings and make them and and turn you into a big strong straight guy. Mm, um, if only. Right. <laughs> Unfortunately, it, it doesn't work at all. Never yeah. has, never nope. will. And it ends up being just torture for the participants. So uh, that's so, you know, Canada made the wise choice to say, no, no, you can't you can't torture people uh, into being something that they're not. 
Right. <clears throat> this, of course, is the worst thing that could have happened. And Canadian pastors are livid. They are up in arms. It is fascism. It is, uh, it is communism. It is everything wrong with, uh, with the world. Including one pastor by the name of Artur Pulaski, uh, a a Polish Canadian, mm. uh, who, which is funny because literally all of the quotes that I read from him, I still read in a Southern American dialect. <laughs> I, he definitely does not sound like that, but all pastor talk sounds like that in Dan's head. So. This guy, we've talked about him before because he was he was one of the guys uh, in Western Canada. He's he's in Calgary, uh, who mm. was definitely who, who actually literally like got arrested for having for having church when there was right a pandemic and you were not allowed to have church. Mm -hmm. uh, and he has been speaking out against this whole no gay conversion therapy. Thing, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which is hilarious because he, there's no evidence that he's ever participated in conversion therapy, but <laughs> he is he is very adamant that you know if mm -hmm. someone came to him mm -hmm. desiring it, he would he would counsel them, right, and uh, and let the chips fall where they may. He knows what he's supposed to say. He knows yeah. the script. He knows how this works. Just yeah. because he's Canadian doesn't mean he's nice about it. That's true. That's actually true. this whole thing, Dan. Like with the truckers, I mean the Canadians. I don't. Boy, There's, I don't know who these people are anymore. Well, what it proves is that there are that that America doesn't have the uh, the you know the the corner on the shit bag market. <laughs> no, we just really started it and got the movement going. Really, we're the best at it. Really, it's, just chugging along, you know. It's just one like, of the few things like, that America is genuinely number one at, but. Yeah. Uh, and like, like with many cultural products, we're really good at exporting it. Yeah, mm. it's true. Uh, you know, multiple U.S. pastors are also uh, terrified that they might take away the ability to, uh, that, that the U.S. might take away the ability to torture gay people. Another Canadian clergyman, uh, Pastor oh, no. James Coates, no. who was the first Canadian uh, clergyman to actually be chucked into prison for breaking the uh, the uh, the laws on not having church during a fucking pandemic. Uh, he actually went to to prison for it. He wow. was he was absolutely adamant that uh, it is not loving to uh, take away the this this torture the gay torture. He said it's anything but loving if if the law is going to, quote, shut the LGBT community off from the saving and transforming message of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Ugh. Which, no, that's not what it's doing at all. It's mm. uh, literally gay people can also still receive the very transforming and loving <laughs> message of the gospel of Jesus Christ. But you, you just can't torture them about it. So... Well, yeah, but that's no fun, Dan. It's less fun. It you is less like, fun. And yeah, you got to make real men out of them, Dan. Well, and, believe me, I'll tell you what. I've looked at all of these pastors and I've looked at a lot of my gay friends. And if, you're, if we're looking at who's the real men, 
uh, <laughs> sorry, Pastor, you're you're not <sighs> stacking up to these beefcakes. Uh. <laughs> anyway, uh, listen, if you would like to uh, to send a beefcake picture of a pastor to me, you're feel free to do it. You can do oh so by writing into podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or you could call us and describe it. Sure. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Stick around. There's more show coming up. Well, Frank. Dan. Uh, we've, we've played audio from Pastor Perry Stone before. He's a, a weird dude. Uh, apparently also maybe potentially under investigation for sexual misconduct. So <laughs> that just, of course he is to me that all that says is, yep, he's a legit pastor. <laughs> um, anyway, he has a, a warning to his followers. He doesn't get specific though, mm. which makes me wonder if anyone could be led astray. I'll let you guys make the call. So many people, so many people in the body of Christ are wasting their time with the invention of the internet and blog sites and Facebook and all the other things that you can go on. People are spending up to six to 10 hours a day on social media. And they go to this blog and they go to that blog and they get this information and that information. And the sad thing is, I know for an absolute fact, there is some misinformation, complete misinformation on blogs and internet sites but people believe, because somebody said it, it must be true. Uh, quit following foolish people on the internet. There are people you need to block. People that are destroying the church, the body of Christ, there are witches and Satanists that are, that are in a conspiracy actually posing as Christians in some instances, and people are following these people. Block them. Have nothing to do with them. You cannot spend eight hours reading depressing information and expect for your spirit to be uplifted. I mean, shots uh, fired. <laughs> I just feel like he's just talking about himself here, right? right? Like, like of all little... the people to not pay any attention to <laughs> on the internet. I just love mm. that he's going after other pastors and preachers, but he's not naming them. Mm. It's like, you, yeah, but if you if you follow Perry Stone, you know who he's talking. Maybe he doesn't have to name names. Does he? I feel like he's playing a dangerous game. I feel like I, I feel like somebody could be like, oh, well, I mean, I guess that could apply to anybody, really. Uh. Well, I just hope that this is this becomes a thing that they all start infighting amongst themselves, trying oh. to get, you know, more loyal um, following. And, and we need whatnot. to foment that somehow. We oh, need to we, we need to good. Russia hack this. In some way. That's delicious. Mm. If, if any of you know someone uh, at Cambridge Analytica who can help us with this. Uh, who will work pro bono? <laughs> just just uh, just holler at us. Uh, I think I feel like this is a th there's, there's gold to be mined here. <laughs> Dan, we could we could dress you up, Dan. We, we, we you could play the part. You're a known oh, entity. Lord. That's the only problem. You're don't threaten me with a good time. I actually, I know someone who'd be perfect for this. <laughs> just, just someone, so just a poison pill in the Christian community. 
Oh, I, I think you could, I think you could come up with the same name that I'm thinking right now. Sure. You could play this part, play it really well. <laughs> Does a pretty mean sort of Missouri accent. Yeah, <laughs> I know the one. All right. Well, uh, we had some folks write into us, uh, so let's get to that. Greg wrote in, you, you remember that you did the story last week about a certain uh, Gaya, a Bodhgaya, uh, mm-hmm, yeah. India. Yeah. And it's uh, airport code. Yeah. Uh, G-A-Y. Which is G-A-Y. <laughs> and Greg wrote in to say, of course Bodhgaya is gay. The Buddha left his wife and chose to spend the rest of his life in clo- in the close company of other men, monks, mm-hmm. and forbade the monks to touch women. Mm. So, yeah, that seems appropriate. There you go. Yeah, he, Thanks, he, had, a, he had a good little game he was playing there. Uh, Tara wrote into us to say, I work with the U.S. Postal Service, and I swear to God that I thought you were going on to say CNT was the offensive code. That one gets me every time. <laughs> Where is that? Uh, I looked it up. I think it's in Argentina. Oh, okay. Cool. So there you go. Uh, Joseph wrote into us, uh, Frank and Dan, a few weeks ago, you mentioned that Mormons believe they can heal people with laying on of hands. It made me think of my aunt that died of brain cancer. My aunt was the youngest of the group of kids. She was about 17 when I was born. We were close as she used to babysit me. She sent me lots of care packages when I was in Iraq. Uh, while my family believed in God, we were, we were really not church people. I did become quite Catholic, and it was pa- a painful experience when my aunt was diagnosed with brain cancer in 2006. Hmm. I prayed very hard, asking for her to be cured. She was married to a guy that had Mormon relatives. These people came in and said they could heal her themselves. <laughs> that is very bold for a Mormon. That is a very strong stance for a Mormon to take. They are usually a little more, they, I mean, they believe it, but they, but they say it a little quietly. Mm. Anyway, uh, both their efforts and my prayers failed. Cancer claimed my aunt. I'm Mm. sorry to hear that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Two things that really stuck, stick out in my memory of that time are the arrogance of the Mormon healing hands (laughs) and feeling like I was ignored by a God that I had so much faith in. Either way, I no longer believe in a God. Hmm. Yeah, that'll do it. You, they keep promising you that prayer means something, uh, but when uh, when it comes right down to it, nah, not really. <laughs> anyway, do we have some folks to thank? Dan, we do. We have two new patrons over on Patreon. Hallelujah. We have a new deacon by the name of Sapien. Oh, thank you. Well done. And a new teacher by the name of Kyan. Okay, Thank wonderful. You well, to the both, both of, of you. those two uh, fine people now have magic powers as bestowed by us. Mm-hmm. You have the priesthood. You you may act in the name of God mm-hmm. uh, and and magically make things happen. Keep yeah. your wand handy and just you know expecto patronum or and, whatever it is, and voila, you're you're magic now. And not for nothing, Dan, they also uh, have access to the Frank and Dan Diaries. That's true. We do more content if you pay Bonus. Us. Bonus content. Yeah. And it's yeah. high quality stuff, everybody. It, oh, my gosh. <laughs> All of the feedback we get is that it is wonderful. <laughs> so That's a uh, joke just for you people who listen. Uh, 
All six of you. <laughs> anyway, if you would like magic powers and or the opportunity to hear Frank and I ramble even more than you already hear, please go to thankgodimatheist.com and click on the support tab and you can become a patron yourself. Indeed you can. And as always, Dan, we have our top donor to thank, our Lord and Savior, Demonium. Thanks, guys. There's more show coming up. Oh, Frank. Dan. The, uh, it, it is the time uh, of year when the Utah's uh, legislature is in session. Oh, it's the most wonderful time it's of the, the year. Most, well, it is the worst time. It is. This, is. this is the time when we realize exactly how disappointing and destructive our elected officials are going to be for the year. And how fixated on their petty little issues. For oh. example, did you hear the one about uh, seltzers, the hard seltzers? Did you no. hear this, Dan? This is totally uh, a side Anytime point. liquor comes up in Utah, you know some <laughs> fuckery is going to happen. They're actually going to ban like half of the, the hard seltzers <laughs> based on flavors is what I, I, I've been able to figure out. Oh, my God. They are. They literally it's ludicrous. Like it, more than anything, their entire goal is to make non-Mormons feel icky. That's that. That is what the uh, the Utah State Legislature is all about. They well, they want to keep reminding everybody, all the new people, whose state this really is. That's right. Yeah, that's literally true. Because mm-hmm. if they had brain one in that chamber, <laughs> uh, they would realize that like they want people to come in from out of state. They want a welcoming environment. They would all benefit from that. We would all benefit from that, but n- no, they want to make sure that well, they know more. That, more yeah. It's much more important that everybody knows that they own this place. Well, they we benefit more in sort of social ways. Oh yeah, by new people moving to the state than they do, and right. that's what they're afraid of. So well, and that brings us to one of the bills that is uh, trying to work its way through uh, our current. Uh, session, which is a bill to siphon off some of the disgustingly paltry, tiny amount of money mm-hmm. that goes in this state toward public education. Aren't we like last, second to last in spending? Like Probably. We, we only beat Mississippi, I think is. <laughs> yeah. It's typically. basically that. Yeah. Which is funny because we have way more money as a state than Mississippi has. Yeah. Like we have plenty of money in this state, uh, but we don't want to actually tax people about it. That would be terrible. <laughs> so uh, there is there has been zero effort to increase the amount of money going to our public school system, but they want to take some of it away and give it to private schools. Yeah. Uh, and this is a, a, a thing that uh, may sound familiar to Americans in other parts of the country because it is a big effort. And at first blush, it does seem to be like colossally stupid even for them. Like how, how does this benefit you? You, you want dumber kids 
<laughs> like, how does less education benefit your state? It can't possibly, can it? Uh, but uh, uh, but yeah. I think that there's something else at play, uh, and that's the and and that's kind of what we what we wanted to talk about, which is that they are literally it is a systematic. They are. Here's the thing. I don't know if you guys know this. In these United States, you're not supposed to teach Christianity in public school. That's uh doesn't that's stop a, no, a lot no. of people. Yeah, they're 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 not good at it necessarily. A lot of people uh run afoul of that rule, mm -hmm. but it's still against the law. Mm -hmm. So I so it seems that what they're trying to do, and this is this has been a plan for a long time. This is why. Betsy DeVos was the head of the Department of Education in this country. She hates public education. Right. She was there, planted there specifically to undermine public education. And a lot of it is because they want kids to go to private schools that can teach about Jesus. Yeah. Until they can like overturn these, you know, laws that keep prayer out of the public schools. Right. Right. I mean, once once they do that, then they, you know, they'll let their, then they'll refund they'll stop the paying for education immediately. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's a it, it is it's it's an astonishing thing, and it is happening across the country. It may be happening in other countries. I don't know, but it is it, it is very clear. Like, look at what's happening in your state. Uh, look up what bills are, are being proposed in education, and it's guaranteed if you are in a red state, the bills are undermining the education of the children of your state. Yeah. It's astounding. Uh, that's also because, and so, the, yeah, there is another reason for this, and that is that they all see, we all see, that the more educated you are, the less likely you are to to vote for Republicans. At least current the current round of Republicans, these insane people. Because yeah, no educated, well, I shouldn't say no educated person, but it becomes harder as an educated person to vote for, you know, Marjorie Taylor Madison Green. Cawthorn, yeah, or or Marjorie Taylor Green, or yeah. yeah. Literally, yeah, it's it, uh, you have to view education as being elitist and shitty to vote for these people, and that's what they're doing. They're literally trying to uh, they're they're purposefully dumbing down Americans so that they'll vote for them, so that they'll <laughs> stick with with their uh, hateful agenda. Uh... And I, you know, I don't even want to make this a, a, a political thing. It is a religious thing. They, the, but the problem is. That the religious, uh, the conservative Christians of our country are, are Christian nationalists, and they've taken over the right wing of the political spectrum. Mm -hmm. And they've pulled everything so far right that our most liberal people in this country are center moderates in the rest of the, of the developed world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's it's impossible to divorce the Christianity in America from the politics. They that's their fault. They did that, not us. 
So anyway, there you go. They're out there. They're trying to uh, dumb down your kids. And if you don't want that to happen, yeah. uh, I implore you, mm-hmm. call some people. Get call involved. Your, uh, get, get involved. You got to yeah. get involved. If you have any bandwidth at all and you care about, like, you know, having a society, mm-hmm. you, this one means something. We've got to fight a, con- a concerted effort to try to not educate people mm-hmm. is a terrifying thing. Yep. And, and it's working in a lot of places. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's writing letters. It's showing up and supporting candidates. It's giving to, you know, if you can donate to the right candidates. Like it's, it's, it's a real deal. Calls. Yeah. You know, on the state level, they'll take your call. Yeah. You, you have a decent shot of actually talking to your representative. Get yeah. in there. I mean, that's true. But if the crazies are already in office, <clears throat> they, they don't care what you have to say. Right. Well, that, that is also true. And so, uh, but the, if you scream at them enough, you might annoy them into, uh, if you promise to continue to annoy them, to bug them all the time, they, who knows what you can achieve with a state level person. Well, I, if, if you'll recall, if you bug them enough, they change the rules and they stop listing their telephone numbers. And that's true. That's our fault. It, that wasn't on us. We, we actually did that. <laughs> <laughs> you and I. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, uh. We, were we, we may in have something. been involved in a campaign that actually like <laughs> made them <laughs> Got all a reactionary their... rule. <laughs> yeah. They uh, pulled their anyway, phone numbers. <laughs> anyway, that we're, we're, we are admitting to nothing, by the way, <laughs> nothing specific are we admitting to, but you're right. Uh, there are, there are going to be a lot of elections coming up and it is so vital that we are on it that we Mm -hmm. are going out and actually voting even if it's just a midterm even if like we have to do the research we have to know the candidates we have to campaign for people the the, yeah the the off years the non-big years are the are when they win right that's when they they they, the crazies show up to run for little offices low-level offices school board what have you right yeah. Um, dog catcher. That one's a bad one. You don't want a crazy conservative <laughs> dog catcher, but, um, no, like pay, like you've got something probably in your area that that's up for election this year. Find out what it is and show up and vote. Yeah. It's we're, critical. we're begging you. Yeah. We're begging you. Our country is dying. We are dying <laughs> on the vine right now. And you know, not for nothing. Us atheists, we are a growing demographic in this country and we need to start showing uh what that means they need to start listening to us yeah there's literally more of us than there are of any one denomination of christianity we should at least be heard yeah yeah absolutely yep all right well uh if you have anything to say on the subject or if you'd like to alert us to something that's happening in your state you can write into us podcast at thankgodimatheist.com or call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Hey, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash TGI Atheist. Click the like button. And if you'd like to join one of our members only lounges, you can do so by going to our website, thankgodimatheist.com slash members only. Follow the links. They're awesome communities. Join them. Talk to people. Yeah. Hey, thanks so much to the Red Rock Hot Club for the use of their beautiful music. And thanks to Gordon Johnston for the use of his music. 
And thanks to all of y'all for tuning in. We sure do appreciate you. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.